Welcome back to Skincare Sommeliers, your favorite bi-weekly skincare podcast. I'm Jessica. And I'm Natalie. And we just want to start by saying happy holidays. And happy new year. Yay. Woo. It's crazy to think that 2020 is basically over. Some of you might actually be listening to this while we're already in 2021, which is exciting and yet probably not quite the change that everybody was hoping for quite yet. But I think 2020, despite all of its ups and downs, I think one of its definite ups has been this podcast for us and getting to try out a ton of products and talk about them with you all. So we really appreciate the amazing part you all have played in our 2020. Absolutely. And it's been so fun hearing from so many of you on Instagram. Keep reaching out. We love hearing from you. If you're not already following us, check us out at Skincare Sommeliers on Instagram um, and, you know, reach out, feel free to DM us and ask us your skincare questions because a lot of other people are already doing that. All right. Well, without further ado, let's get into the episode because we have a lot to talk about. We are going to do a little bit of a year in review with some of our major changes to our routines, some of the things that we've tried and liked and also not liked and some of our thoughts on what we're going to be getting into in 2021. So I will start with our normal pairing, or usually a wine pairing, but today I did a little retrospective on 2020 drinking for myself. And while I certainly have had a lot of wine, 2020 was really the year of Campari for Jessica. Jessica's a big Campari girl. Big Campari energy (laughs) in 2020. If you haven't tried Campari, uh, but you've tried like Aperol, it's a very similar thing, but a little bit more bitter. I really like that bitter flavor. It's in um, some of the classic cocktails. If you've ever had a Negroni, it's in Negronis. I love them. I've also really gotten into Boulevardiers this year, which is just like equal parts of bourbon, sweet vermouth and Campari. That is just a fine drink that everyone (laughs) have immediately. So buy yourself a nice bottle of Campari for the holidays, have it in everything like I've been doing this year and, uh, and enjoy. I'm, I'm like thinking back and I'm like, I feel like every memory I have of us hanging out and doing drinks together this year, you have had Campari in some shape or form. To be honest, that checks out. I don't remember, but I, it totally checks out. All right, let's get into the skincare portion of our show. Natalie, do you want to kick us off and talk about some of the major changes or like, let's say augmentations to your routine this year? Yeah, augmentation is definitely a better word for (laughs) what we're about to dive into. (laughs) So (laughs) for me, I think there were two main buckets of product types that I really like got more into in 2020 the first one's essence before 2020 I always appreciated the value of essence I just was really bad about actually doing it like it wasn't an every day twice a day thing for me it was more of a whenever I would remember or sometimes I would remember after I already put serums on my face and then I'm like Mm -hmm. not gonna put essence on anymore yeah I've been there two products that I have gotten into this year. First one's the Misha Time Revolution. It's just like the classic SK2 essence dupe that is significantly cheaper. And that one was good. The one- I like this one. You know that this is the one that I've been using for a while. Yeah. 
the one though that I think has made it where essence is a twice a day every day kind of routine for me is the aqual essence and it's a spray and if you listen to any of our other episodes you know I love a spritz Jessica currently spritzing her face I'm about to spritz myself right now because you reminded me how much I like them (laughs) so this one because it's so enjoyable to use to spray on my face I've started doing essence twice a day yeah, we love that. We love an application that makes you want to use it. I will say I just spritzed myself with some rose water toner and it just brightened my day. Thank you for reminding me. A spritz is always the right idea. So the next type of products that I've gotten more into is obviously serums. I've tried so many serums in 2020. One that I started using, Jessica's already smiling about this, is hyaluronic acid from The Ordinary. Yep. It took a little bit of time, but Jessica finally convinced me to try it. And it's become something that's in just my regular serums now. It's just like a very good hydrating everyday serum. We love that you're using hyaluronic acid. It's just such a good hydrating um, material and like you can get it so cheap. So cheap. So that's definitely something I would say if you're not using it already, just buy it. It's like $10. There's no reason not to get it. And then the next kind of big serum change or like test that I did was around collagen serum. If you've listened to any of our episodes, you also know that Jessica and I are very big collagen people. We are, but extra Natalie, like extra, extra Natalie is the collagen gal. My favorite 2020 Natalie quote, and I'm serious right now, is I think I get the majority of my protein from collagen. (laughs) (laughs) Collagen is your hyaluronic acid. I I don't remember saying that, but that sounds right. By the time I'm done with like my collagen beverages, it's like 40 grams of protein. And I'm I'm so bad at eating protein. So that sounds right. Talk about your serums. <laughs> but the two collagen serums that I like looked at this year, the first one is the one that I had been using for a while, like a year or two, and it's the Epicurin collagen serum. And I really, really liked that one. And then I was running out of that one and I got one by the plant base um, on Soko Glam and thought that that might be a nice, cheaper option. I would say if I, I'm going to buy the Epicurin once I'm done with the plant-based one again, even though it's about like three times more expensive, it does so much more. Like when I was using that every day, once a day, like my skin just felt like firm and plump, kind of like when you put on like a really good like sheet mask or something like that, it had that kind of feeling. And then with the plant-based one, it's kind of like a weird consistency. I don't think it's doing that much. So I'm sure it's doing something. I mean, I love collagen. You put collagen on something and I'll probably rub it on my face, but- <laughs> I just don't know. I did. I don't feel like it's doing as much. Yeah, I tried this one as well, and I haven't tried the Epicurean one that Natalie likes. That might be a twenty-one twenty-one goal, but I agree. I wasn't sure it did anything. I'll go back to the more expensive one. It's a bullet I'll take. And then the last serum that I tried was kind of my big twenty twenty like splurge serum, and it's the Clarins Double Serum. And Jessica and I both tried it. I really like it. I feel like it's it just like smells good. It mm. feels good. It feels luxurious. So I think this is a, this is another win of twenty twenty. Yeah, this is like one of these mixed serums that just has a lot of good ingredients in it. So big fan. Natalie, there's one other thing that you did in 2020 that I think is a nice and important augmentation to your routine. And I think you need to talk about retinol for a minute. Oh, yeah. When I started using retinol, 
I know I was super dramatic about the fact that I was using retinol in another episode, but that was a really big change in my skincare routine. And I started using the Murad like retinol moisturizer at night. And I've only been using it. I started off once a week and then now I'm kind of doing twice a week. And I think I'm going to kind of stay at that like twice a week timing, but I like it. Like I haven't had any of the normal side effects from retinol where it's like you're really, really dry or you're peeling or your skin's overly sensitive. And I think it is because the retinol is in a moisturizer. And that was something that Jessica had recommended as a really good entry product into retinol. And so if any of you all out there are trying to get more into retinol, I definitely would recommend this product. We love that. And we love retinol. All right. Jessica, I want to hear yours. Okay. So there are two things that I was thinking a lot about when I reflected on my 2020 skincare. The first one, I just want to give full credit to Natalie on, and she can just snap for herself really quick here. And it is chemical exfoliation. So our, what was it? Our second or third episode ever, we talked about physical versus chemical exfoliation. And many of you will remember that I was like, I really like physical exfoliation. I like the little like grubbers or salt or whatever, because it made my skin feel really soft. Well, that hasn't changed. I'm still hugely into physical exfoliation, but Natalie did get me into chemical. And since then I've tried a lot of products (laughs) and a number of them have made their way permanently into my routine. The first two that I want to talk about are like peels or kind of masks that you wash off um, that I've really enjoyed. So the one that Natalie introduced me to is the Ordinary AHA BHA peel. This is a really aggressive chemical exfoliator and that was the one she had me try first. So I just wasn't really prepared for it at the time. And it does sting a little bit. So this is not like, this is not actually a great like first chemical exfoliation product, but I have started to use it on like a once a week or once every two week basis. And I like that. And very similar to that product is another one I've tried, which is the herbivore prism. And it's, it's really, really similar in terms of the, the amounts of AHA and BHA that are in there. I do find it a little bit gentler. So, but it's also much more expensive. So if you're willing to spend a little bit more for like a gentler product that isn't quite as like, doesn't sting quite as much, as the ordinary product, I would go for the herbivore, but that ordinary product is so cheap. Like it's such a steal for a great chemical exfoliation. Because it's really strong, especially if you have skin that's not that sensitive, it's super effective. You'll wash it off and your your pores will feel tight. And then the other products that I've incorporated more on like a multiple times per week or even daily basis. First off, my Dr. Dennis Gross peel pads. Oh my God. I love these. Natalie showed me one earlier that she was about to use. And I just feel like, okay, I've done a good thing in your life just for introducing those. These are just like daily peel pads. It does a really nice chemical exfoliation that you can do every single day. And it has totally changed my skin. The couple of times maybe I've gone on vacation and didn't bring enough or something like that. Like I really, really noticed the difference. So these are just an absolute must buy for me. There's a few different levels if you were to look at the actual product. Ones that we would recommend are the one in the middle. They're like an orange packet. They're like the original or the normal. They're like universal or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the name of them. And then the other thing that I've just started using and I am totally obsessed with right now, it was like the first thing I had to tell Natalie about today is the Youth to the People Resurfacing Energy Facial. This is like a two to three times a week um, kind of mask and it's got like exfoliating enzymes, as well as a light 
physical exfoliator. And again, I still love a physical exfoliator. So the fact that it's got a little bit of both in there is amazing. And unlike a lot of my masks that you have to leave on for 15 minutes, it's only like two to three minutes. So if I'm in a rush in the morning, this is just like an amazing one for me to stick on and get that little bit of exfoliation. And my skin feels so soft afterwards. Huge fan of this new product that I just bought. So let's talk about my second category that I've been dabbling with this year, which is cleansers. So dabbling, I feel like is an understatement. <laughs> dabbling. Yeah. Dabbling is an understatement. <laughs> okay. So I started the year using the philosophy purity cleanser. I've been using this since I was like 23. That's like a decade. I had been using this for like just under a decade and it had been, honestly, it had been doing a good job. So I, I didn't really have a reason to stray other than just wanting to try some other things and see if there was something better out there than what I was using. So I still love this cleanser. And I will say like at the end of the year, I'm coming back to it. Like, I think it's still an amazing cleanser at a great price and just one of the best ones out there. So still, still fantastic. The ones that I tried in the meantime, I tried the fresh soy cleanser, which is a little bit more expensive. I've been really into fresh as a brand this year. And a lot of people have said like, it's a slightly better version of philosophy purity. I will say like, I'm fine with the cleanser. It has like, it has a smell that just completely turned me off. It smells like cucumbery, and I don't know why, but I just, I just wasn't into it and it's strong. My husband likes it, but I was like, it's a no-go. We're done with this. The one other cleanser that I tried that I was absolutely in love with, and these are foaming cleansers, was the Tatcha Rice Wash. Oh my goodness, folks. Rice water is supposed to be very, very hydrating. And this cleanser, like just from the cleanser, leaves my face feeling both clean and hydrated and like a little bit plumper. It also has some really small like exfoliating bits from the rice that makes your skin softer. So it's just like an amazing cleanser. However, it's really expensive for a cleanser. So it's definitely not going to be like my new everyday cleanser. I think it's more like my couple times a week, like special occasion cleanser. <laughs> which like only we would have, but big fan. So if you're, if you want to treat yourself or treat somebody else, this is an amazing product. The other thing that I've gotten into this year is double cleansing, which we've had a whole episode about. I'm a big fan of the pharmacy green clean cleansing balm. It melts really well into your hands, melts off all your makeup, things like that. Like anytime I have mascara on, which is almost never in 2020, but a couple of times it's happened. Um, and it just comes right off with a good oil cleanse. So big fan of that. Awesome. Should we move on to talk about a very common theme for the two of us for 2020? Yeah. 2020 was for both of us the year of the mask. (laughs) That was good timing. Yeah. Way to go us. Nailed that. Didn't practice that. No, we actually didn't. That was, that was on the fly, but it was the year of the mask. Like we both went mass crazy this year. So much so that if you remember, we had to put a no mask rule on the final Sephora sale of the year because we had bought so many masks before then. Yeah. Would you like to know how many masks I've bought since we put in our no mask rule? A lot. Around 10 sheet masks. I feel like I have to make that a thing. It's not as bad to buy 10 sheet masks as it is to buy like 10 whole like mask products or something like that. That's that's fair. And some of the ma- the, some of the masks that you bought were ones that I told you to buy. So I was enabled. I was a bad accountability buddy. You weren't the best accountability buddy. <laughs> okay, let's start by talking about sheet masks though. 
Yes. And girl, you know, I'm going to start this by talking about, drum roll please, the Cocoon Willow Silky Mask. This mask, you guys. If you haven't listened to our mask episode, you'll hear all about it, but this is the best mask I've ever put on my face. It is like a thick cotton mask. It just feels different from the moment you take it out of the package. And the serum's amazing. It is so hydrating. There's so much serum in there. It's also a little bit weird because it does cover up your mouth, but like, it doesn't want you to talk. Don't talk. Just sit there with your mask on. Just get your mask on. And this is the one where like I turned 33 this year, but earlier this year I got carded at a bar after I had worn this mask. And then literally the waitress asked me what mask it was because she could not believe my real age. I was sitting there and this was maybe Jessica's happiest moment in 2020. She was like, I don't believe your birthday. Yeah, she did not believe my birthday. So if you don't want people to believe your birthday, get the Cocoon Willow silky mask. It is just everything. A mask that I tried out in 2020 is the Primero Lotus Seed Sheet Mask. It's the hydrate and soothe one in their line. And it's super, super hydrating. Um, And it's normally a rather more expensive mask. It's usually $6 a sheet mask, which is more than I want to spend on a mask that I'm going to use often. But I got it on sale, liked the smell of it and everything. So overall fan of it. We love a good smelling sheet mask. I mean, that thing's going to be on my face for like 15 to 20 minutes. It's got to smell. Oh yeah. It's got to smell good. The last sheet mask that I want to talk about on the topic of retinol from you earlier is I found a retinol sheet mask, which obviously as soon as I saw it, I was like, yes, I will purchase as many of these as you have. It is called the Global Beauty Care Retinol Spa Anti-Aging Treatment Mask. I mean, retinol in mask form, like what could be better than that? And it's not that expensive. It was like $18 for five of them. Huge, huge fan. And I actually had one of these on last week and I woke up like, or after I was done, I just touched my face and I was like, it feels like really like hydrated, really plump, really like full just from the sheet mask. So it was like both retinol and really hydrating. So big, big fan of this one. Should we get into some overnight masks then? I think this is and the next two buckets are kind of the big rabbit hole that I fell into in 2020. <laughs> yeah, this is your category. You just go on your overnight masks. Yeah. So for overnight masks, I won't talk too much about it because I've talked about it in like 10 other episodes. But the Youth to the People Superberry Hydrate and Glow Overnight Mask is one of my true loves. And it is just amazing. An overnight mask that I tried that I felt kind of meh about actually was the Laneige Sika sleeping mask. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. It's supposed to be really hydrating and I loved the texture when I put it on my face, but then I felt like it didn't have the same type of effect that the Youth to the People one had when I woke up the next morning. Yeah. And I think we both tried some of the Laneige like overnight or sleeping masks and have been not that impressed other than the lip one. Don't even get a start on the lip one. The lip one is everything. Yeah. So if you're looking for an overnight mask, do the youth to the people one. It's amazing. I love it. The end. The end. The end. Okay. Let's talk about wash off masks because I have tried a lot of wash off masks this year. I want to talk about two that I really liked and like we'll be buying more of. So the first one is the Fresh Lotus Youth Preserve Rescue Mask. 
Seaweed Radiance Facial. I hope you guys caught all of that. That is the full name. This one I actually got in a sample and I was immediately obsessed with it. Like my skin was plumper, more hydrated, like felt really good, looked really good. Like remember our sample episode? This was the one product I had actually bought from that. And I absolutely love it. And then the other one that I've really liked this year is I've been getting into the Renee Rouleau product line. Um, and she's really known for, she, I mean, she has a number of products, but I think she's really known for a lot of the like more acne related products and with maskne and some of the challenges that I've had mostly on my chin with hormonal acne, I've been using her detox mask and I really think it's helped. The one mask, uh, wash off mask that I tried this year that I was just like, I literally don't know if this did anything to my face is I tried this Alginist probiotic mask and I'll be, I'll be totally honest. I think I bought this product because literally it's blue in the like container and then you put it on and rub it in and it turns pink. And I'm so obsessed with pink. Like I have got a problem with pink. So the idea that I could turn a mask pink on my face was just like too good to be true. That was what you were most excited about. I remember when you told me about this product you were like, oh yeah, it's like Alginus. And this was when we had tried their like cream and we both loved that. And you were like, oh, it's Alginus. Like, I'm excited to try it. But let me tell you the best part. It turns pink. <laughs> it's true. I can't even deny it. I love that it turned pink. And even when I used it, I knew it didn't do anything, but I liked turning it pink. And that was really fun. But at the end of the day, I'm not sure it did anything for me and I will not be purchasing this one again. Makes, makes sense. We can turn other things pink for you instead. <laughs> So the two wash off masks that I'll talk about, the first one is one that I love. It is a wash off mask that is going to be a staple for me. It's the Coors yogurt mask. This one just leaves your skin feeling so hydrated. It's incredible. Like I don't even have words to describe how wonderful it is. And it is, it smells really good. And this was a product where we actually tried to like DIY a yogurt mask and it just was not the same. Not the same. I also love this one. Like, I'm really glad you introduced me to it. And when, when my moratorium on masks lift, I will be buying this. Yeah. It's super, super hydrating. And I'm actually really excited to try using it through the winter for the first time. Cause I think it's going to be really, really effective. And then the mask that I started out pretty high on and now more meh on is the Summer Fridays R&R mask. I thought it was really cute because it has like little rose petals in it and it has like grains of salt and it's very, it's like oil based. So I felt like it was pretty hydrating. I know Jessica didn't feel like it did enough, but I think like more and more as I use it, I'm kind of just like, I would rather do another mask and then put oil on my face afterwards. This is one where once I'm done using it, I won't restock. Yeah. I just, as somebody with dry skin, I did not find it either exfoliating enough or hydrating enough. All right. Well, good recap of 2020. We've certainly tried a lot of products. We didn't even begin to get into all of them, but some of our highlights and lowlights were there, but let's talk a little bit about 2021 skin goals. Cause I know we've both been thinking about what are some of the things we're going to be getting into in 2021? One of the things that we've talked a bit about um, here and, you know, not on our podcast, but we've just talked about it and texted about it a lot is maskne. I mean, both of us feel like we're wearing masks a ton, um, which is good because, you know, we're trying to be good citizens, but we are feeling the effects of that on our faces. 
And one of the things that happened to us recently, and we were really excited about is a brand got in touch with us. It's called Bomb Labs, and they actually make products specifically for adult acne, especially targeting like more hormonal acne and things like that. And really trying to make the products differentiated versus, you know, the acne products of our youth where all it tried to do was like suck all the moisture out of our faces. So I've had an opportunity over the last month to give a try to three of the Balm Labs products, which are kind of like their staples. It's like a cleanser, a like toner, but they call it a power elixir. And it is a power elixir. It's not just a toner and then a serum. And I really love all of the ingredients in there. There are a lot of chemical exfoliants, niacinamide, which we love. And I felt as somebody with dry skin, but who also has some issues with hormonal acne, that it has not dried out my skin, which I've just been really, really impressed with. I will continue using these Balm Labs products that I have. And um, we were lucky enough to get actually a promo code for all of our listeners. If any of you would want to try the Balm Labs products, you can check them out. And their promo code is SS10 for 10% off. So SS as in skincare sommeliers, 10 Awesome. Yeah. I know maskne is something both of us are really concerned about. And I think that's actually what has led me down my new rabbit hole. <laughs> Guys, it's going to be deep. It's going to be super deep. It's going to be deep. Like I might be, I'm going to be digging for a while on this one. If you were, if you are tired of hearing me talk about my vitamin C serum, well, you're in luck because I have found a new passion to talk about and it is tea. I have always loved products with green tea in it because green tea has great like antioxidants and it's good for like aging and redness and all of that. Well, who knew there were so many other types of tea and skincare products And the new types of tea that I'm going to try out are black tea and white tea. For black tea, it really helps with decreasing like infections and blemishes. And it has antioxidants that help with sun exposure. It decreases puffiness. It has like anti-aging. And so one of the things that got me interested in this was actually maskne because it's supposed to help with reducing acne. So a line that I'm going to look into is the fresh black tea line. They have a ton of different products like an overnight mask that I'm especially eyeing once I'm allowed to buy masks again. And then there's also a K-beauty line called A-True and it has like a black tea sheet mask and essences. And so there's just, there's just so much there for me to like get excited about. The other bucket of tea is white tea. And there's one product in particular that I'm super excited about. And it's the Dr. Robux white tea two-in-one mask and scrub. Something I didn't realize is that white tea is actually the same plant as green tea, but it's less processed. So it's actually even better for you and has all of green tea's benefits, but stronger. Well, and, and the product you want to try is Dr. Robux and everybody who's ever listened to this podcast knows that I am obsessed with their products. So I cannot wait for you to try this and report out. And it's a mask and scrub. So, you know, there's a chemical, there's a physical exfoliator portion of it. Exfoliation and Dr. Robux in one product. Like it's my dream. It's my dream. The other type of ingredient that I'm going to look more into is actually around rice. Rice has been like a very popular ingredient in yeah. skincare products um, recently. And like the, the cleanser that Jessica's using, the Tatcha one, is obviously like a really, really popular 
rice water cleanser and I've been using one from then I met you that has like rice water in it as well and rice is just supposed to have a lot of really really great again like benefits for you so I think rice and tea what a like food and drink in your skincare for 2021 okay my skincare goal for 2021 is like I don't know maybe it's a little bit lame but I need to stabilize my routine a little bit I've been trying so many things in 2020 like being at home, I've just been like, I honestly, I've been mostly just ordering skincare and trying it, like in addition to my job. Like if, if I had to rank like activities for 2020, it would be like probably like number one, like do my job. And number two, like try skincare. I think I need to like stabilize. Like I've got a cleanser that I like. I should stop like effing around with it. I've got, you know, toner that I like. I've tried so many times. You've been there for the toner journey. Like I need to just stabilize the toner. I feel like there's a couple places where I'm still willing to like try some new things and, and explore and mix it up a little bit, but I've got to like calm it down and stabilize because as many of you have heard us talk about before, like the more things you're changing your routine, the more it's hard to understand the actual impact on your skin. Um, but I do think 2021 is a year for me to kind of double down on some of my favorites and, uh, and experiment in more select places. Just wait until I get you on the tea and rice water bandwagon. Yeah, it'll be it'll be masks 2.0 if you couldn't tell by the products that I overviewed. <laughs> it's absolutely going to be masks 2.0. I hope in our 2021 wrap up, we're going to be like, it was a year of tea. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, before we get more off our rockers, that is our episode. We had so much fun with you getting to know you, answering your questions in 2020. We can't wait to continue into 2021. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at Skincare Sommeliers. You can always find all of our product recommendations at skincaresommeliers.com. If you're feeling generous, we'd love to get some reviews from you on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. And otherwise, we just love to see you here every two weeks. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Have a great day and happy holidays.